It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Guys, I want to talk to you about attention to detail for a moment. What makes the dimples on a golf ball so important? What may seem insignificant, but without them, your ball wouldn't travel half as far as, or in Neil's case, attempt to go straight. Those ball manufacturers measure to make sure each one of those dimples is right to within one thousandth of an inch. That's the kind of attention to detail you'll see in Cooper, Discoverer's, and Duramax SUV tire. From severe weather traction to durable tread technology, Every last inch of the Enduramax is designed to give you the best ride possible for as long as possible. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crash Course Podcast. I'm Cody. Today, joined by Mr. TC himself, Tron. What's up, buddy? Hey, Cody. Uh, pumped to be back on. Haven't done one of these in a little bit, so uh, got one top of mind right now. We're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a detour. We're gonna do. We had a whole list of of courses. We're kind of working down and played one yesterday uh, up on St. Simon's Island. Uh, played Frederica Golf Club. Uh, I loved it. I I'd played it about a maybe eight or nine years ago and uh, played it in the middle of the summer with some friends and thought it was good, but it was, you know, it was middle of summer, right? It was, it was kind of slow and soggy thunderstorm season. And, um, you know, they'd kind of backed off the greens a little bit and, uh, you know, eight or nine years ago, I just, I don't think I appreciated golf course architecture like I do today. And uh, yeah, so I think, you know, we had a bluebird day yesterday. It was about 68 degrees you know, not a cloud in the sky, um, light winds from the east. And, uh, and you know, I think this is the first year that they haven't overseeded up there. Um, uh, you know, as far it was, so it was kind of the semi-dormant, firm, fast, bouncy, fiery, semi-dormant Bermuda, which was a delight. I think I, that's the best I've putted in, in wait, probably all year. So... Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's one of the, it's been around for I don't know, 20, 25 years. Um, it's the, it's like basically ocean, they, they, they built ocean forest about 10 years prior. That's a Reese Jones kind of up on the North end of the Island. Um, I've actually never played ocean forest. I've been up for the Jones cup before and, 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 uh, walked the whole thing. It's super penal. It's really exposed to the Atlantic ocean. It's, uh, it's pretty lush. Um, and it's it's just really really hard. I think like watching the best collegiate players in the world struggle out there is is was you know kind of like all right I'm I'm good on this place, um, and then you know obviously you've got the you got the seaside and plantation course down at uh, the lodge, um, down kind of on the south end of St. Simon's Island, there, um, which those are you know those are very uh, 
like plantation they've done a wonderful job with that as far as i think the front nine is probably stronger than the back nine we've done a crash course video on that davis and mark love did it in uh, scott sherman great job down there um and then seaside course i love particularly the the back nine they're just really really fun holes uh probably back nine of seaside front nine of plantation if you could kind of combine those two it'd probably be the best best 18 holes down on that side of the property and then frederica's private club kind of on the the west side of you know west side of saint simon's island um housing development kind of wraps around this big interconnected lake um a little bit like calusa pines in that regard uh down in naples where you know it's this big interconnected lake and they've got a massive boathouse on it and uh but it's just you know it's a pretty understated spot um kind of a you know housing development or, or real estate play that's you don't really see the real estate which is always refreshing um but yeah i just i don't know i went in yesterday with we were just up there playing with some some uh you know partners and it, and it was went in with like not low expectations, but just no expectations. It's like, hey, like let's just go have a fun, fun round of golf. Haven't played in a couple of weeks, and uh, man, I was blown away. Like the, I felt like at times I felt like I was at Victoria down in in the Melbourne Sandbelt. Um, just you know some of the some of those features like on the really through like five, six, seven, eight uh, on that part of the course. At times I felt like I was up at Ohupi, um, particularly like on the the first first a uh, few holes kind of around this lake um at times i felt like i was up at hilton head or you know somewhere where you're, you're kind of playing playing along the intercoastal and then uh you know at times i felt like i was at congaree which is you know um probably this was probably the closest i've seen so this is a tom fazio design um obviously the Foz and i go way back uh you know i think the like everybody's like oh you always shit on the Foz. i'm like no i shit on like some of the work that he does sometimes because he has a bad, like a bad stakeholder or a bad owner that they've, they like they've tasked him with something that has no vision or no, like he's going to do whatever you, <clears throat> whatever you tell him to do. Right. Sorry. <coughs> yeah, the Foss sometimes ends up being just the guy on, on hand to make some crazy wild waterfall bunkers that are way too pushed up you know, features that have no business are never going to be in play, but are there because they look pretty that, that just kind of ends up being kind of the stick that he ends up pulling, unfortunately. Yeah. And he's but he's really, really good at growing grass. He's really, really good at drainage, uh, you know, on severe sites that probably shouldn't have a golf course or, or sites that, you know, nothing sites that you have to con kind of conjure something out of like uh shadow Creek, for instance. Right. Um, so I think this, you know, I was, I was blown away at just like, I, from the first time I played until now, like I kind of forgot about how much natural undulation there is on the property, which you wouldn't think of from a, you know, like you're not, you're on the backside of the Island. So you're not really, it's a barrier Island, but you're on the backside. You don't really feel like you're playing in sand dunes, but there's just some natural, you know, 20, 25 foot tumble to the, to the the uh, land where there, you know, there's, there's, there's some really good ridges that run through it. Um, and he uses the ridges really well. Like I, I was, I don't know. I think it's some of his best work that I've played at least it's um, the greens are massive. Like some of the biggest, I think some of the, I think they're the biggest greens he's ever built. Um, like there's some that like 13, 14 that, that are, you know, they're probably 60 yards long. Right. But there's, and there's super interesting stuff to them. They're not, they're not, you know, there's like some severity, but 
you know, there's plenty of flattish spots or um, we, we had a really dicey pin on 18 yesterday. I'll talk about that, but, um, but just some really uh, like, and, and, and they were so fast. Like, I think they can, I, I think I enjoyed it so much because the conditioning matched up so well with the, with the architecture, right? It's probably a little bit too wide open off the tee. Um, you know, there's some, there's some shots that you can like, you can take on the bunker, you probably, but you probably don't need to in certain spots. Um, where, you know, I think the, like, like on 18, for instance, there's a, there's a massive centerline bunker right down the middle. And then there's a lake down the left. So there's this little natural alleyway that you can go through, or you can just, you know, try to blow one over the bunker or go up the right. And, but you're going to have a, you know, a weird angle into this par five green. You're probably going to have about 220 in, 230 in, uh, and, and you're just coming at it from a, you know, much different angle versus if you go up the left, you've got a much deeper green and, um, just a more receptive green, you know, back to front overall. So it's, uh, yeah, there, there's just like, like there was so much more strategy in that course than most of the other courses I've played from him as well. So, um, you know, as far as the, uh, and, and, you know, I think too, there's, there's a, um, I think I'm not sure what his role was or what his, uh, you know, um, kind of part of the project was, but Michael Bolinick from the RNA big St. Andrews guy. Like, I, I know, I know he was involved. I know there's, there was just, you know, it seems like it plays like a, a European style course would in certain regards where, you know, and especially now that they're not, not doing the overseed. Like it's, it's, uh, it's firm, it's fast. And the greens really come to life because, because it's firm and fast. Whereas I think if you had those be like target, you know, kind of, uh, you know, point and shoot greens, it would just be, it would be really, it would be kind of boring. Right. You know, a lot of pros live on sea Island. I'd be curious to see like how many of the kind of up and coming young guys move, move to sea Island. It seems like they had a steady stream there for a while. Most of the Georgia guys would move down there. Um, so I'm, Curious to see if, you know, kind of the, the Davis Thompsons and all those guys migrate down there as well. Um, but, it, you know, it's super uh, just really low key, much more low key than 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 the lodge. I think a lot of them like go go play out there, uh, go play there and go play Ocean Forest and then just just practice over at uh, over at the main performance center. So um, but, you know, like you can stretch it out, too. There's a it's 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 7,200. You could probably get it back even a little bit farther than that. There's some, some pretty gnarly tee boxes in certain spots. Um, like on 10, there's one across this road, but, um, but again, I think, you know, like these guys would take this place to its knees. It's not a, you know, it's, it's a very clear second shot golf course. It's, you know, the fairways are so wide in certain spots where you're like, I could literally swing as hard as I want at this. And, and, you know, you're going to have an eight iron in, right. It's, it's, um, it's a very uh it's a member friendly golf course but one that you can you can make different every day which i think is is kind of the the ideal member golf course right so it's pretty wide so open off the tee definitely a second shot golf course wide receptive greens anything else that sticks out to you about you you mentioned some of the features that are out on the property but i mean what why why this plot of land outside of the residential development that they put in but i'm guessing the lake has to come into play somewhere right yeah so you kind of start out along the lake um on the south end of the property you start out 
kind of on the backside of the clubhouse. So that's where it kind of reminds me of a hoopie where you've got kind of those that three hole loop at a hoopie where you you kind of back over there and then you get over to the main side. It's similar to that where, you know, one one and two, you got the lake up the left, um, you know, but it plays kind of differently. Like there's a on one there's and, and, and these are probably the weaker holes on the property. But one, you're playing, you know, lakes all up the left, but the greens kind of set back to the right and you can kind of hit whatever you want off the tee but you, you know you run the risk of going into the water if you go too far whereas on the on the next one it's more of a dog leg left around the lake uh kind of swooping and um i think one of the things that kind of smacks you in the face right up front is just the as far as the conditioning goes like the the bunkers are very they look very sand belty right they're super close to the greens they're mowed super tight um I mean, shit, even the grass on the tee boxes is like, you got to tee your ball up so low because it, it's just, it's so nippy and so, it's so pure. Um, but like the, you know, the, the uh, tops of the uh, bunkers, like it basically the greens, you know, it's aside from maybe a four inch strip of, of very short fringe, like they're essentially rolling into the bunkers and the bunkers are flashed up and all that, but not in a way that they're, that they're like, you know, like like on other FOS courses, they're like unnaturally flashed up and they're and they're really creating like a a wake behind them and like a big mound behind them. It's not really like that. It's more, you know, it's a little bit more low to the ground and, and more at scale with because you're still on like a coastal, you know, kind of a tidal piece of, of land. Right? right. So it's more like a secession, you know, kind of a secession style thing versus a uh versus, you know, say uh shadow creek right um but yeah i think so you know one and two you basically start out with three three par fours uh kind of get progressively harder as you go along three is um let's see here three is about like 440 450 it's like 475 from the tips um kind of a good bender like honestly reminded me of a couple of holes at royal melbourne like you you really get that sense of all right now we're kind of starting to play on these ridges we're getting away from the lake a little bit and then uh and then four is par five um really well placed bunker down the right and then um you know center line bunker like about 30 40 yards short of the green uh we had a front pin there really you know kind of interesting um thing there's a big stand of trees up the left like short of the green so you, like you really have to be conscientious of like if i'm gonna go for it i gotta go for it and either get it in one of the green side bunkers or lay back and have you know 100 yards in it really you know makes you make a choice which is cool um next hole five is a par three um a little bit back up up the hill you've got a you know cool like really really cool green uh we had a pretty wild pin on that one um solly made like a 50 footer for birdie and then i made i made like a probably a 25 or 30 footer right on top of him. it was it was sweet um but that one you know again like i like this part of the property i really felt like there's these ridges that kind of run north south and you're playing you know along them with these par fours and then the par three kind of plays between them or you know from like one to the other um and then the next one's this really really cool short par four um actually posted a, a video of neil hitting the drive on that one it's like i think the yardage is probably three it's 323 from the tips about 315 from where we were playing it he got it like you know front right i got it 10 yards short of the bunker you know the uh, front greenside bunker and then had to chip over the bunker and basically 
you know, flubbed my first chip, hit my second chip lefty to like two feet and then made a <laughs> made made par. But um, but you know, kind of uphill short four. And again, you gotta make a choice of like, hey, I'm totally committed to, you know, hitting this um, you know, going for this green and you can sneak it on the on the front right, but 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 even then, you know you're gonna have a tough two putt if the pin's at all back or middle. Um, and then from there you go to uh, I guess we're on seven. Seven is uh, seven was probably the best hole in the front nine. I think this you know that 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 four hole stretch for like four five six seven um, just fantastic. That's probably the best stretch on the front nine. But seven. Bunker kind of guarding up the left um, and then play to the top of this ridge and then it sweeps back down left and the green is it's like set behind these trees and benched up into this hill on the left. And you've got these three bunkers kind of fronting the green, you know, one about 20, 25 yards short left and then uh, and then two right up by the green. The green goes so much farther left than you think. I mean, it's a big, big bending dog leg, par five. Uh, just a wonderful hole, like really, really handsome green too. I, um, really, really enjoyed that hole. Like that was, that was where the sand belt thing really hit me. And I'm like, holy shit, this is like a couple of the holes of Victoria. And then, uh, what, what is the, the, the ground that's would be rough? I mean, is it just scruff? Is it rough? Is it sand? What, what is, yeah, I was talking, I was actually talking Zach, Zach Blair asked me the same question last night. He's like, what do you think of like the, the, um, uh, you know, the, waste or, or you know i think they've they've kind of had an identity crisis of like what to do with that over the years because it's you know it's very um like if you look at the aerial there's you know you can clearly see where there's kind of native or or scrub area uh but the fairways are so wide that you don't really notice it all that much or at least i didn't really notice it yesterday um but it's kind of just you know it's kind of just like like scrubby dunescape that they you know i'm uh, like i'm not sure if they burn it off or if they cut it or if it's just naturally you know very thin but um you're not losing balls in there or anything like that it's it's pretty you know it's pretty just it's sand and and kind of some some low-lying reeds and stuff um you know versus it's not pine straw or anything like that right it's, so you know it's 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 kind of just just scrub area without much character to it. I think that's, you know, you could probably make that a knock on the course, but also like that's what's, you know, just kind of naturally there. So don't, you know, you don't need to doll it up at all. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then eight is this super cool, like Solly was saying it reminded him of something at, at Sylvie's where downhill par three, um, cool green that's, you know, diagonal left to right, um, you know, front left to back right. And, um, you know, kind of a, a little swale in front and then it, it, you know, it kind of, kind of comes back up. So you got to get it to the green. It's not going to roll up there for you. Um, just a, just a fun hole. It's a longer, longer par three, probably, uh, you know, 200 plus like 215, 220. Um, so, you know, you, you got some good variety on the two, two par threes on the front there. And then nine's just a ball buster. Nine's like, you know, 450 plus no, no, uh, no bunkers off the tee and you know it kind of uh it's a really really cool look off the tee um you know kind of the same with seven where like you got to hit a committed line it, it it's the opposite of seven where you got to kind of go up the left on seven you got to take on this bunker on this one you got to go up the right and go farther right than you think over this little hill and then it kind of opens up and sweeps down to the green i mean neil 
Neil hit like a 360 yard drive there yesterday and had probably, you know, flip wedge in. Whereas I, you know, I kind of bunted one and I had one, 170, 180 in. Um, but, you know, again, like one bunker up by the green. This one's kind of crowned. Um, good hole. And then, and then you make the turn. 10 is uh, 10 similar to what you'd find on one where like you probably don't want to hit driver. Um, you can, you got to take, you, there's, there's water out on the left. So you're kind of back by this, back by the, another portion of the lake. Um, it's kind of a long skinny finger of the lake and you've got uh, just like a, a bunker down the right water all up the left. that starts cutting in, you know, probably 130, 140 yards in from the green. There's a stand of trees up there and then, you know, cool green, water all all up the left by the green as well um you know just kind of a like there there's there was a lot more variety in the par fours than i would typically see on a fazio course as well like there were there were some really good like two you know like shorter two shot par fours um 11 was awesome little par three uh you go over the lake lake's not really in play but just kind of you know cool cool visual there um, that one is as far as distance, that one's like one, 175. Um, that would probably be the only thing too. Of just, you know, there's, there's a, there's two par threes that are kind of that same distance, but I think they do a good job of, of, you know, mixing up the tees or mixing up the, the, uh, whole locations there to where they're not, you know, they're not monotonous or anything. And then I think probably the, the best stretch on the back, in my opinion, was, uh, 12, like 12 is a super flat, shorter par four. Um, again, like shorter two shot par four, it's 354 from the tips, 344 from, from the one ups. Um, you, like you're hitting over the, you're driving over the, this, this lake again, where, you know, the lake's not in play, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of a visual element. And then there's a bunker up the left and two bunkers up the right. And then, and then, uh, bunkers surrounding the green and um pretty severe green like you know back to front it's it's a really like super super interesting uh hole and you can hit you can hit anything from seven iron to driver off the tee and you know it, it's just a really like thought-provoking hole again you gotta you gotta own you gotta commit to whatever you're gonna do um you can't just you know mindlessly hit one out there um and then next hole is super strong as well. Uh, 13 was, uh, it's like a 400 yard par four. You got, you got a separate lake or kind of a part of like the intercoastal up the right, uh, big ass gator that lives in there, I guess. It's got like one, one arm. I think it's, it's like notorious. Um, but you know, basically scrub area kind of cutting in and, and, and on this part of the course, the scrub area is a little bit sandier because you're down by the marsh and everything. So you've got a little bit more, um defined scrub area there um but you know like solly hit one like he was the third or fourth one in our group to go and he hit one you know clear over the lake down the right and cut off everything and he had you know 100 or he had he probably had 70 yards into the green whereas i kind of went up the left just hit a safe shot i had 140 150 in and but i had a good angle on the green because i was you know way far up the left and the green kind of angles in um you know another another good green well bunkered and then uh and then after that you got just a short little pocket par three um you know 100 and probably plays 100 and 
30 to 150 yards, depending upon the day. Um, back back in this in this corner of the property, um, you know, kind of a narrow sliver of a green, pretty pretty severe green as well, but just just a, one of those fun wedge shots to hit. Uh, and then um, and then after that, you've got 15 shorter par five. Uh, it's dead straight, and like Neil Neil was marveling at it because Neil loves loves dead straight holes, as we know, just very uh, very. You know, like, hey, this is what's in front of you. You, you know, you know what you need to do. Now you got to go execute it. And there's a there's a fairway bunker up the right. You've got lake up the left, but it's not really in play. Um, and basically, the the challenge here is you've got like a really really severe green where there's a ridge that runs through the front of it, and everything either falls off the left or falls off the right. Like I almost put it into a bunker on this one. I was just short, and uh, and then like the tr there's a tree kind of a centerline tree. Randy would love it uh, up the left, kind of left center that that really guards the green and makes you be decisive and makes you, you know, kind of forces you to be in the right position off the tee. So you kind of got to work your way back from the green to the tee on this one, um, just as far as strategy goes. And, but again, it's, you know, it's like 525 yards. Like if, you know, if you hit a good drive there, you're, you're, you're hitting like five or six iron, right? Um, you know, or probably for the pros at play, they're probably hitting like flip wedge in there. It's so, uh, but again, the green, like if, if you don't get it all the way up there, like we had a, we had a pretty diabolical, like middle right pin, but if you don't get it all the way back there, like you're, you're probably, you got to put along this spine. And if you don't put or chip it well, like it's going to fall off either, either edge of this spine. And you're going to be left with like this really, really tough uphill putt to this crowned spot, at least where we were. Um, and there's some, you know, and again, like, I think if we went out there and played tomorrow and the pins were in different spots, like back right on that hole would be, would be crazy. Or like on the, on the, on the front, like on the first par, par three, like there's a, there's a back left hole location or back, back right hole location that would completely change the, the dynamic of the hole. Like it would, it would just, it would be like playing a completely different hole, you know, day after day. So, um, and then, you know, after that, you, you um, another par four, uh, kind of up along this ridge, similar to the same ridge you were playing along on that short par four six. Um, you know, little bender, dog leg left, long skinny green, three bunkers up the left that kind of vary. Like there's one, you know, two eighty off the tee. There's one fifty yards short of the green, and and then there's one more that's you know green side, um, and and really good you know, really good shaping up by the green as far as like it, you know, it's very gentle bench that's up there and it kind of, you know, just very gradually rolls off, but it gets more severe, you know, the more you take on up there by the green. Uh, and then 17, uh, probably one of the weaker holes on the property. Um, cool green, but, you know, just another, another kind of stock par four. Um, you know, you've got, you got like two, 400 and 20 430 yard par fours 16 and 17 and then 18 is is a just an awesome finisher there's uh you know there's that centerline bunker up the middle um you know if you really want to take take that on you, know, you can clear it at i think it's like 280 to clear it but typically the wind's in and then you've got uh you know you've got an alley up the left you can you can go right but that messes with your angle into the green um, we all hit good drives in there and, and had kind of varying degrees of, of, of success. I had, 
I had three wood in for like 238. Um, we had a back pin and like the, the, the uh, green kind of, I, I had 238 in, but I only had like 195 to clear the water. Um, and, and, and the back bunker looks like it's back, but really like depending upon what angle you're playing it from, the bunker can be, you know, pin high or even in, you know, in front, like you can miss a little bit right and hit it in that bunker. And, and, and you're thinking, holy shit, like I didn't even get that thing to the hole. And then you get up there and you realize how much that swoops around the green there. Um, really tough. I mean, it's a tough layup. Like you're kind of hitting into a narrow spot, but you know, there's plenty of room up the right, but it's just a matter of like, are you going to bail into the, the scrub area? Um, and then like Solly hit a, Solly hit a long iron in Neil hit a long iron in. They're both, you know, I think we were both like, I was 20 feet. Solly was probably 35, 40 feet. Neil was probably 25 30 feet and i think solly birdied i i three putted i almost four jacked uh the the pin was so far back i was on this ridge and like you know i had i basically tapped it and had and i was putting 50 degrees to the right of the hole and it, and it still ended up you know seven eight nine feet down down this slope um just a really really like diabolical little spot back there but then like if you got a front pin there you know out on that little peninsula it would be it would be a totally different hole and and you're thinking all right maybe i get it in this back bunker and then play back to there so um just a really interesting like great match closing hole um one of the better 18th holes like kind of reminded me there's a the 18th hole at may river in uh in hilton head or uh, in uh, bluff in south carolina is like that um you know what cody it kind of reminded me of 18 at the hills course in at Boyne where you know you got the water all up the left and then a green that you know kind of a narrow green that that you know fronts the water and you're coming in from all different angles and everything and then you got that back bunker there but it's really just you got to hit two good shots in there you know so um overall yeah just really you know really understated place too i think it's probably you know it's, it's definitely a lot more secluded than than the other stuff at sea island um you know, there's just a little bit less hubbub, more of a, just more, it's a private club, right? Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, great clubhouse, unbelievable practice facility, um, and you know, just, just total seclusion, right? It's, it's a really, um, but it's not, you know, it like Congaree, like you've got Congaree, you're, you're, it's total seclusion, but it's also like Congaree's turned up a few notches, right? It's more, uh it's more demanding off the tee it's a little bit narrower the green you know it's a lot it's a lot longer the greens are 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 more severe this was just like a little bit toned down kind of members version of congaree right the difference in ownership telling him hey let's congaree we're going to turn this thing all the way up members are going to yeah. play it either way versus frederica's like hey this is still going to be people's like daily play course yeah yeah no but i, I think it's you know it's it's a it's a really interesting place i think it shows fazio's range like the guy you know he's done, he's done places like wade hampton and you know and here and um you know, he's like he's done plenty of world-class great golf courses like the guy's skill is is beyond repute it's just a matter of like does he get tasked with doing the right stuff or like you know some of these projects are just more about real estate than they are about the golf course where i, I feel like this one truly felt like the golf course was the star of the show right yeah. All right, so that's Frederica Golf Club. Great one to add on if you know anybody down there. I know they've got 
some national members. It's kind of probably a half and half split between people who kind of live there full time that are kind of retired down there. And then people that, you know, from Charlotte, Atlanta, DC, you know, national members that kind of come down to sea Island, but don't want to, you know, kind of, kind of want more of a low key atmosphere versus being at the resort. kind of. So, and then I'll, yeah, next time up there, I need to get back to Brunswick country club. I haven't been there since Davis and Mark reworked that one. I know that's got some, unbelievable kind of original ross greens and they found some original prints there and they they for the rsm they do the monday qualifier there every year and i haven't been there since they touched it up so need to get back up there well thanks tc yeah and you know what lastly this place super 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 underrated like like the fact that it i think on top 100 golf it's like the 24th ranked course in georgia it's top 10 i think golf digest but like I like hands down, this place beats East Lake like ten nothing. Or um, <laughs> like there's you know like it, like in my opinion, like if you gave me ten rounds between this and Atlanta Athletic Club, I'd go probably nine one. Like it's uh, it's like a top five or top six. Like I'd put it right there with Cuscawilla and um, you know like obviously you got Augusta, Peachtree, Ohupi, um, you know. But then after that, it's kind of all bets are off, right? I, I, in my opinion, this is pr this is probably my favorite course in that entire area down on the Georgia coast. Whew, I praise. Yeah. 